At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello, we're back. We're, we're back. Back. Just a, a day late, but not a dollar short. <laughs> what was a dollar a short? <laughs> we're short on dollars. Dollar, but... <laughs> many dollars short, day late. <laughs> a day late, yeah. We have, I had some, some uh, actually had um, last night... I had a uh, PLC, which is a professional learnings. I forget what it is, but I'm helping to teach a PLC, which is when you teach other teachers and then they can use that education to go toward um, getting raises each year. So if you take these classes that Baltimore city offers, you can make what are called AUs, which are points that go toward your mm -hmm. salary at the end right. of the year. Right. So I'm, I'm, I was leading the first of a, a series of them last night, um, teaching about architectural design and thinking and building. And so I did that until seven and then we had a sailing happy hour afterward. And that was like until Nicole and I stayed downtown until like maybe 10 o'clock or something like that. So it's a long happy hour. It was nice little, I mean, well, we went down and, Got there at you know seven thirty or so and stayed maybe two hours. Yeah. Cool. cool, cool. Yeah, and it was yeah not really a happy hour. It was kind of like it was a it was a private party. Whoa, <laughs> a private party at uh, Picket Brewing, which is a brewing company downtown near the near the stadiums. Mm. Um, so it was like uh, it was funny. It was our group, which was it was the Southern Baltimore Sailing. I think that's called um, group that was like a bunch of the sailing associations from around the inner harbor. So that was one of the groups there, and the other group that was there because it was another like you know it was two groups on the same night. The other group was a Settlers of Catan club. Yeah. You know settlers, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. So it was like in the middle of the room, they had this like long table, and they had like six in a row, like games of settlers of Catan set up. <laughs> this is <laughs> great. great. So when I got there, they had like finished one round, and then they were like, "All right, time to start again." They all like sat down around it, and the rest of us are all you know. So that was probably like thirty people, and then there was like another thirty people or so um, that were just sailing people. So <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> if I wish we had a game to play. Yeah, yeah, right. I saw this. I saw this great game. It basically gives you, like, think of, like, Hot Wheels tracks, but six inch wide. Okay. And with a bunch of different, like, you know, you can make it any which way you want with swerves and chicanes and, and flips Chicane. and stuff. And you have, everyone has, it looks like a uh, bottle cap, like the size of that, like a wooden token, basically. Okay. And you, you flick down the track. Oh, nice. And it's, a, it's like a car racing game. <laughs> but everyone, you like... A flick around that everyone takes you one turn at a time yeah. and first one through i was like oh that's great 
Nice. Uh, little bottle caps rolling along. Yeah. Well, no, it's like they're, they, you keep them flat. So it's like the size of a bottle cap. Oh, I think okay. But it's, it's like, like wood inside. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So you just like like playing football on like with quarters, you know? Where you, yeah. Yeah. But it's sliding it's along down the yeah, track. Yeah, you and slide and you go around corners there. and bank it off things. And I was like, I don't <laughs> do that. But they're so, <laughs> it's so expensive. I, I was looking at it trying to get it. But it comes with all the tracks, so it's like 100 bucks. Mm. Dang. Mm. Well, you got a quote for us tonight? Oh, I got then. I got three quotes. Right? Oh, man. Dang, we're starting off strong. I got one serious <laughs> one and two fun ones. Okay. The first one, I'll, I'll start serious. All right. <laughs> Censorship is never over for those who have experienced it. It's a brand on the imagination that affects the individual who has suffered it forever. Mm. Right? Mm. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. Now, this is from our favorite Western. Two quotes from our favorite Western. Here we go. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I can't engage him in further conversation. When I hear his voice, I see the inside of his skull. Phantoms (laughs) grin out at me, leaking gruesome goo. (laughs) That's Farnham. (laughs) Yeah, nice. And now, uh, where's the one? Oh, bad. Uh, the... Uh, one from uh, Al Swergen. He's talking about uh, what do you call it? Um, beep 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 beep. What's that? Oh uh, yeah, the um, the telegram, telegraph, telegram. telegraph. Right. Yeah. Right. And they're trying to send one to Deadwood, and he says, "Bad news or tries against our interest is our sole communications from strangers. So let's by all means plant poles across the land and festoon the cocksuckers with wires to hurry the sorry word and blinker our judgments of motive. <laughs> Man. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's all coming, all bad news coming through. So let's dot it all over the land so we can all hear the bad news. <laughs> let's let's festoon the cocksuckers. cocksuckers with wires to hurry the sorry word. <laughs> the Western man, Shakespearean uh, talk of HBO's Deadwood. Deadwood, man, that is like not only like the best Western; it might just be like one of the best shows ever. Oh, I've, I mean, just I, in general. I'm, just, I'm, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm quoting it because I restarted it last no two days, two nights ago, out of like a, uh, a aggravation of like I got nothing to watch. And I was just looking through <laughs> HBO and it was like Deadwood. I'm like, I'm doing it again. <laughs> it never gets old. Uh, and that first episode, it's like an hour and a half. Yeah. If if you guys aren't sure about it, not sure about Westerns, just watch the first episode. And if you're not, oh my gosh, in, then yes. maybe it isn't for you. But if it, it it just kicks off so fast and so like the story is so good and nothing's black and white, but it's the story is clear. It's not all this like oh. uh, like weird, you know, like oh who's this and who's that. It like comes through clear. And the characters, you get to know them so well. Yeah. You kind of know their angle on most things. But no one's that good. No one's that black and white. Even the good guys, even um, Bullock and stuff. He's he's good, but almost right. to a fault. He's so stubborn in his, like... Yeah. Like, hey, you have to be good right now or I'm going to shoot you. Like, he's, like, right. so, like, <laughs> black and white with, like... 
this is what I want. I'm going to say it plainly and I'm going to get very angry if it doesn't go the way I, I think like this just thing should happen. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, he has like, yeah, a strong sense of justice and a sense right. of right and wrong, right. but it's so strong. Right. And then as the seasons go along, you know, he does questionable things as well. And, right. you know, and I love that. I mean, I love the way the writers wrote that story with, you know, highs and lows for each character Mm -hmm. right like one season you're like hating the character and then the next season you're loving it or maybe not season you know maybe one show it's like one episode you're loving it and then the next episode they like they'll write it and then all of a sudden they have like something that's redeemable Mm -hmm. in like in the way they're telling the story right so you like these guys are all gritty wild west you know like people who don't want to you know be under the government like they're out there because they want to be able to live the way the way they want to live so they're all like on the edges of society anyway right. and uh you know and they're just all just normal people trying to live their lives and do what they want and then you know there's telling the story and then obviously the dialogue is just epic it's so good right it's so it's, good uh, now i yeah. want to watch it again too all of a sudden the autocrats of your podcast will become a weekly episode update <laughs> People are like there's a there's a damn book club and a, a and fan a and club. a dead a Deadwood fan club like what the hell is going on? Podcast well, sucks now, why, folks. This, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I used to talk about making axes and stuff. <laughs> so, like you, your your first quote was, mm. uh, you know, talking about censorship and what that does to people and how it like you know you're not censored once you're kind of once you're censored then it sticks with you yeah right um and then like you're saying you know that i like the uh what what information's coming across like the deadwood (laughs) i hear the words coming out of his mouth but i just see the inside of his skull (laughs) it's gruesome and uh i forget that and see that's funny um What's his name? TD? No, what's his name? PT. Uh, uh, no, oh P- yeah, PT Farnham. Farnham. PT Farnham. He's kind of this, kind of this gutless guy. But every once in a while, he gets mm-hmm. like some guts. But he's kind of this beat down character. But his, I, I think they almost wrote him. I think he does because you see him reading a lot in later seasons, yeah. if I remember correctly. So he takes like these passages from classic books and uses them. <laughs> and speaks in that way more and more towards the seasons go through. I love it. Yeah. Like just listening to him talk and the actor who plays, I mean, they're all good, but he's so, so good in being a like kind of scummy rat, but also like really interesting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And everyone, everyone the, it's, it's so well done. What is, what is Farnham? What's he run? Farnham, he, uh, yeah, he he's runs the hotel. the hotel. Right. Oh, that's right. The hotel. Yeah. So he's oh, kind of yeah, like he's, the, he's the gossip guy, but he's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's all, he keeps telling, um, yeah. Um, Swearingen. Swearingen. Yeah, all he's yeah. like, kind of goes through him and like tells him what he heard and this is what happened. And yeah, but, uh, oh man, he's so good. Yeah, it's so good. He's such that. Yeah. His character's great because mm-hmm. it's so weedy and you know, like he's kind of a sissy but he's also in this gritty town and like, and then, you know, cause obviously he's, he's not a very strong character. So then he has his like idiot, like, um, you know, helper guy who he's always right. just like he, berating. He beats up on everyone. Yeah. 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 The first, yeah, I think in the first or second, <laughs> he's like yelling at the horse or the donkey that's carrying like something yeah. for him after he gets yelled at. He's like, 
come on, you cocksucking like ass or something, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so good. Oh man, and That's and great. yeah, yeah, late late earmuff uh, warning. But yeah, the, all the all, I mean, the cursing—it's almost poetic the way they do it. And I mean, yeah. everyone says cocksucker a million times and prick and all yeah. these things. And I remember last time I watched it. I don't know if I was talking to you, Dustin, or maybe I was at work, and I like just said it kind of in. Just I was like, man, I've been watching too much Deadwood because I just like let a <laughs> called some of the cocksucker. Yeah, I was like, and this cocksucker. Everyone kind of looked at me. I was like, oh, sorry, I've been watching this show. <laughs> uh, man, that's great. <laughs> man. All right, so we, yeah, we're talking about yeah it's everyone getting hit and like it keeps yeah. happening and not happening and then happening for some people, which is even more frustrating for those who are happening. It's happening too. Yeah, um, like yeah, John John Nagel. Uh, yeah, we've had him on the podcast a while ago. We'll have mm-hmm. to have him back on. Maybe we can actually talk to him about it. Right. Just to let him uh, get it off his chest a little bit. Yeah, I mean, because I think, you know, it, not that it's falling in line, in line with AI, but, you know, like there's these algorithms that run um, that are, like, learning all the time and changing all the time. Mm-hmm. And so they start targeting things because – I don't know why. You know, like mm-hmm. – so it happened, yeah, it was whatever it was a month ago or so. All of a sudden, everyone started getting um, censored in Instagram. But what it was saying was, like, your post will no longer be showed to anyone who's not following you. Right, which is ridiculous. Right. Which is, like, you know, Instagram is that you have followers and they want to see your stuff. That's usually what I want to use it for. But if you're doing reels, reels you can just scroll through and you'll get any reel. Right. So in your feed should technically be mostly the people that you follow, but then in your reels, that's like, it's open for everyone. Yeah. Um, and, and the more people who see it, you know, it's just like YouTube. Like once it, the numbers go up, it goes, pushes it and pushes yeah. it and pushes I it mean, out into the reels. The, the small businesses on Instagram rely on it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, you need yeah, to right. be discovered. That's their whole, their right. whole business plan is through that which many people say it is that way yeah and when everyone was posting about that i actually went in and looked and i found that i had um it was like two or three things oh, yeah. with the sheep shear knives that had that were also flagged for mm. you know whatever it was inappropriate so it wouldn't be shown to anyone who wasn't one of my followers and so i just uh contested it right then you know it contested and it took two or three minutes and they were like okay you're fine mm-hmm. um but that like sometimes it happens for people sometimes it doesn't sometimes they'll contest once and it works well sometimes they'll contest later and they never hear anything and it's just like and they're just in this you know instagram jail <laughs> it's like it, i don't know and i don't know what the and like you know what we're thinking we talked just real briefly beforehand when you were talking about john like he put the post up of his like him holding the knife on one side and then on the other side like split screen was a chick wearing like a sheer outfit (laughs) where you could see her nipples and her pubic hair you know and he's like one of these pictures instagram doesn't care and thinks it'll push it fine the other one they you know won't show because it's goes against their policies you guess which one right and so Right. He's making a point that that something is wrong in the algorithm. You know, like whatever's happening, it needs to be fixed and it's well, and and it's not just social media, it's affecting a lot of people's livelihoods. Well, there is and there is a bias against what they think are weapons. And mm-hmm. obviously it can be a knife can be a weapon, but being anti-knife is 
one of the most ridiculous things as far as it being a weapon, unless your post is calling for violence or something. Right. But like I was reading through now, these are branded content policies. So Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever that is, whether you're selling something or, but they say it can't promote firearms for one. So firearms are definitely out. Right. Um, but it says non-culinary knives. Okay. So if it's a chef's knife that right. you're stabbing someone with, it's okay. <laughs> you're right. But if and it's that's, yeah, and and statistically, stabbings happen way, way like a hundred percent more, five hundred, a thousand percent more with than cooking with knife. anything else. Right. Yeah, it's always a household cooking knife that uh, stabbings happen with. That's the thing that people are stabbing people with. Not, you know, not a bushcraft knife or, you know, a a Bowie knife or something. You know, not a collector's knife. (laughs) It's like (laughs) people aren't using their nice knives. They're using their kitchen knives (laughs) to stab people. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's it's a weird thing that certain, certain rules come down from above and they just start blanketing things. Right, and they think they're doing something righteous, or, or you know, it's just it's not it's not right. Yeah, and a knife is you know it's it's like the second oldest tool after an axe, mm-hmm. you know, in like the world, mm-hmm. you know, in the history of our of our civilization. So this is like the knife is one of the most important things that we as humans, as developed brain, you know, we develop those skills. That's what we use to something to be able to cut something. We made a tool that could cut, and then we could be able to you know, eat animals. <laughs> so it was like the whole point of it being a violence thing. I mean, that's like saying, you know, like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like a bow and arrow, yeah. right. Is, is like the same as a knife, you know, it's like, that's also and, and, a hunting tool as well as a shotgun and a rifle, you right. know, like this and, is like and, the I mean, oldest thing we can do. Yeah. And and the amount of like violence they just show on Instagram anyway mm-hmm. is is kind of horrific. Like that's the stuff that right. I, I don't think should. I don't think any platform should show people dying. Right. Yeah. Outright. I think it's disrespectful to the person who died. Like if you put yourself in in the shoes of the family of the person who died, like, right. Yeah. It's horrific. Like mm-hmm. if your wife died in a car crash and then right. it goes viral because it's like, Oh dang, I saw this lady fly out of the car after like stuff like right. that. It's constantly on there and you have a hundred thousand comments, good and bad. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's very, it's a terrible thing to do right. to like the memory of, the person who passed away, whether you think they deserved it or not. Like, Oh, they got trampled. They were too close yeah. to something dumbass. It's like, yeah, someone still died though. And they, right. And now yeah. we're getting entertainment value and, and these companies are making money out of them. So if they're going to do that stuff, you know, why don't you leave the knife posts alone? <laughs> right. Doing? You have no right. moral high ground to stand on. So then, you know, then we get to the question of what censorship is right. Censorship, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, is it everything is open or or some things? You know, then it's like depends on the platform, right? So Instagram gets to make its own rules because it's 
it's its own platform. So, right, yeah, you I know, know what's right. what's good for Instagram is you know like we can you know show guns and show things on YouTube, you know, and you can make knives and all of that on YouTube. Like that's a different idea, but like I, I agree. Should, I think violence you- should be censored. Right, violence should not be on anywhere. Like there shouldn't be anything with violence. Like this is when. Like people are doing well, things like, that are yeah, wrong, like, yeah, real, like, real, real violence. Like, yeah, right. Acted a, like a movie or a show. That's fine, I think. But like, right, real people getting hurt or killed. I, it's, it's nasty stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, as an artist, you know, censorship is a big uh, part of art over the ages. You know, and that is other. You know, from as small of a thing as someone not getting into a show because the people running the show don't like the work or don't yeah. think it's it doesn't fall in line with the the you know avant garde of the time, that type of censorship, to you know people not putting work up in shows because they don't think the content of the artwork is good content for people to see right so like censorship has always been a thing there's a a a painter who used um what did he have he had like there was something in his painting it was like a like a african-american person or an african person and then there was like um and this is an african-american painter and he had a painting and then on it there were it was like a, a woman in a dress is very um, kind of like crafty looking. And then there were like bits of um, elephant dung, I guess, or some type of dung that were around like on the actual painting, mm. like chunks that were kind of affixed to it. And he was censored like hardcore when he first did it. Right. So that was where like people wouldn't show it. Museums wouldn't show it because, and he had something, maybe it was like with the Virgin Mary as well. So it was mm. like this religious and, you know, putting poop on it. And so they were, you know, it's like, what is art? What is censorship? Like, how can you censor someone who's creating art? Um, and then, of course, you know, as soon as you censor something like that, it becomes then more, um, you know, desirable to see and attain, right? People are like, oh, this was censored. Like right. those books, you know, books that have been censored over the years yeah. that people but, read because, yeah. Yeah, and in the bigger names, it kind of works. But for, like, small businesses, it just doesn't help at all. No one's going to say, like, oh, this small knife maker was right. censored. Let me go see what his stuff is about. It will just right. yeah, try exactly. to erase you. You know, you don't have the luxury yep. of being a, a big name. Right. If Dave Chappelle starts to get censored and people don't like him for whatever he says in his stand-up, he can, he can weather through it. Because right. people know yeah. he's great. And there's people who, so many people love him. But yeah. a, a, a small knife company just won't. They just get wiped out with no yeah. no word or even, like, delivery system from a human. It's just some computer wipes you out. <laughs> yeah, right. That's like um, Jeff Fader was talking on Knife Talk about um, in, the, in 2024, one of his goals is to, you know, start working with an advertisement firm to think of other ways to advertise for his company for because because his sole advertisement now mm. is through social media whether that's youtube or instagram or his podcast like it's all these social media platforms that's how like his his advertisement works but they want to figure out something else because 
you never know when you might get completely censored or Instagram might just stop, you know, or like, yeah, you know, all yeah. these things. So, but so they're like working with other, he wants to try to work with a different advertising company that can, you know, then get him into some magazines and get him into, you know, TV slots and different right. things like that. Right. So they're trying to push a little further into a different, uh, different networks because, um, you know, he's got his platform in Instagram and that's fine. But if you want to grow past that, not everyone can just be viral, right? Not everyone can have uh, something that takes them and you know, blast them off from nothing to something, you know? Yeah. It takes but time and effort and work. And also Jeff has the luxury of being able to hire a company because he has a right. successful company already. So right. the people yeah. with successful companies already, it doesn't hurt them as much, obviously. So when they're like, ah, just find another way. Not everyone, most 99% of the knife makers can't find another way. I mean, they try. They'll go and fa- they'll just go on another social media, right? Uh, yes, thing that also might kick them off any day, like right, yeah, Facebook or or wherever X or you know whatever you're using. So yeah, yeah, it's it's nice to try to like do that, but. So you know how it is. So many companies, you don't have money to pay. You barely have money to make enough money yourself to pay bills. So you can't pay another right. person to help out. You yeah. can't pay any agency who's going to, like... Yeah, and, but I mean, we're also... Yeah, we're talking about, like, platforms that have only been around for 10 years. Yeah. You know, so people did it before that. You know, it's like, that's why people still go to shows and have booths and sell things and, you know, because that, like, face-to-face. But Instagram has been such a successful you know, advertisement platform that's free and it really has helped a lot of people. And it's really given people the ability to then do the thing they love that they would have never had a chance to before because who has time and a network to be able to, you know, advertise for yourself and make enough money, you know, like you just don't, you know, you can try to put stuff into a magazine or you try to go to a show and you go to like these weekend shows and you sell your work and stuff. But Instagram has given us this, you know, and other social media platforms, but really Instagram is like the one I think most people use as free social media advertisement is, you know, it's given a really unique platform that does this well. Um, and so people are loving it and rightly so. And they're, you know, being, you know, being very successful from it. Like, you know, we, we know lots of people that are being really successful. Like Brian house has been really successful through his Instagram and Facebook Mm -hmm. and, you know, and all these like and um what's it Josh Smith with Montana Knife Company and you know Neil Kamimura you know it's like all these all these kind of small businesses yeah and obviously you know and also the content creators like content creation was not a business before so Jimmy Duresta and you know and everybody us yeah I mean the internet <laughs> I would say the internet has allowed people to do that not as much as the right yeah yeah as the the because all the separate companies do the same thing mm-hmm. and just some are used more than others none of them have original right. ideas I mean to share photos is like was yeah. like you know MySpace, MySpace pre yeah. that and then people just eventually share what they're doing and then hobbies yeah. lead to hey do you sell that Right. Yeah. But, exactly. So, it, I understand that it, it's helped. Obviously, all this YouTube and Instagram mm-hmm. and everything has helped people move forward. But it's like having a, a shitty business partner that can ghost you at any minute for right. whatever, yeah, whatever exactly. reason they want. So it's like, oh, hey, man, thanks for getting the word out there. Like, whatever you're making a, a big chunk of whatever I get. Like, cool, we're partners. And then you get sent some letter saying like, oh, no, we don't. 
I don't want to be partners with you anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you keep doing what you're doing that you've done for years, uh, then I will no longer let anyone talk to you. It's like this weird, like, right. so it's good that they did it, but then they just yeah. become a shitty partnership where you don't see a human and they just shut you down whenever they want. Right. You know, whether or not you're, it's your job or not. Yeah. And like, you know, <clears throat> when you request a, um, whatever it is, you know, even with YouTube, when we put something up and it's like, Oh yeah, we can't share, you know, we can't, you can't monetize because your music's not yours. And so then you request, uh, uh, what's it called? Like you ask them to look into it, you know, to double check, right? You're like, yeah. no, this is ours. Same yeah. thing with Instagram. That's, you know, when they're saying, well, we can't show this because it's not appropriate and you say, well, you know, I want to, I want to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you to double check it. Yeah, it's, yeah. So this is happening to like thousands and thousands of people. So it's not like they have people doing it. It's going right back into the algorithm, and it's like they're looking at it again. Well, the algorithm or or it's just does it pick up on yeah, those or, hits? You know? Or I think some people are there to double check when you ask for it, but then the rest, yeah, the rest just continue through. They're not gonna check every video on your channel. They're gonna check the one right. specific thing. Um, yeah, we've had we've had one on YouTube. That was like yeah. for whatever reason they didn't like it, and I was like, "Yeah, here, double check." And they, they did. They were like, "Yeah, no, it's against our things." And it was no different than any other video we did, right? Um, so yeah, but that one luckily wasn't one of the bigger ones, so it didn't really matter. But yeah, it's just uh, I you know, I I don't know. Yeah, obviously yeah. it can't be wild west, but it already is kind of like when you're seeing people die and yeah. you know whatever like porn stuff on there you see like it's all i don't know how much wilder you can get other than you know seeing someone get murdered in the street right like yeah exactly like that it's horrific yeah but you'll like crack down on people saying naughty words to each other and being mean right yeah but like you'll be like oh here's this kid in the city who got murdered by a couple other kids in the city right like in this wild look at this yeah. And then just move yeah. along and just so it can get your eyes for 10 seconds watching someone yeah. get murdered. And then you have like artistic photos of knives that are, you know, handmade by someone that they're putting up and they're, they're getting censored because it's, you know, oh, this is a weapon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also a veteran who uses weapons to defend the country. But if God forbid he wants to make one, a peaceful oh, weapon. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But we'll hand him a gun and let him. <laughs> go attack other people in other countries but he's yeah. making his own weapon at home no 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 we can't have that yeah I, mean, I could understand if like everything that john was making was replicas of military weapons you know knives because mm-hmm. those were like designed to kill people right you know designed to protect yourself like but, but even yeah, still yeah. like you know i don't know yeah, i don't know it's i mean in a fight you can do just as much if you attached a a a kitchen knife to the front of your gun. Yeah, right. You know, it's going to kill someone just like a, a normal a weapon. Well, you know. Yeah. What do you call it? A, uh, um, a bayonet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, right, yeah. Yeah, you may bleed out 10 seconds quicker with a bayonet, but like. Yeah. If you were to attach a, 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 a kitchen knife, it would do the same thing. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy stuff. Yeah. And who knows, you know, like there's not really a right or wrong answer, but obviously, you know, like obviously there's something wrong with the algorithm that is like cracking down on this thing when, when like the, the way that they're wording it or the way that they have programmed it to find these things and censor them 
is not correct. Right. You know, so like something's got to change, but like, does Instagram care really about that, that niche group of people, you know, like I, yeah, custom I, knife makers. I like, don't think they like things like that. They don't like knives and guns and collectors right. of things like that. I think they kind of group all those type of people into something they think is wrong. Right. That's kind of, right. that's what yeah. I'm thinking. And that's the feeling I get. Yeah. Uh, whether and, it's a hundred percent right, but I, I feel like, and with some of their other things they crack down on, it feels like a, kind of a side they're on. And if right. if you do anything kind of in this hobby thing of weapons, whatever they are, right, it's kind of wrong in their yeah. in, in their view. Right, because that's not making them nearly as much money as sex is <laughs> sex or violence. You know, like right. <laughs> they're like, no, nah, we don't know about that because you know, like you know, a, a sexy picture of a chick who's like standing with a sheer dress in front of a window, and you can see her labia hanging down. You know, like <laughs> that's going to get way more views than a dude's knife. You know, that he's holding right. in his dirty shop with his dirty hands. You know, and they know that, and they know it's going to make them way more money. <laughs> we'll just rest a uh, a knife on a bare vagina and see how it goes. <laughs> just, there you go. How's your fucking censorship now, assholes? You, like that's the greatest post we've ever seen. Make it viral. Hundred million views. Welcome to the vagina and knife group. <laughs> They're like, oh, all of a sudden we really like custom knives. <laughs> hey, two of my favorite things in one post. <laughs> I'd look at it. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would. I would stay on it for a sec. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, Is hey, that a vagina? That oh, baby, and a beautiful knife. <laughs> I like these both. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but who knows? I, yeah, I do. I obviously love Instagram. Like, I love the you know the immediacy of it. I love the kind of the behind the scenes type feel like where you know you have a range from like stories to reels to just normal posts and whatever else in between and threads which i never do but you know there's like a variety of ways to like to be to access people and also to be accessible to people right and i think that's nice i think that's important and i think for what we do and even i even think like if i you know, if we didn't have the art, the art of craftsmanship and it wasn't making us money, I would still post because I, I love the community, right? I love putting stuff up and yeah, getting some yeah. feedback and people, you know, it's, it feels good to share. I mean, as an artist, I've always done that. I've always made things and showed people, you know, and I want right. that. You, yeah. You want to share your, your work with people, whether yeah, it's your right. family or other people. It's like people who are, who are interested in train gardens want to show their trade right. garden off to another yeah. community who likes train gardens. Like, yeah, and that's the great thing about Instagram is that you can search for those specific things. Like, right. I want to see more axes, right? So I can search hashtag axes, you know, or I want to yeah. see people, you know, I want to see things that are this or that. Same thing with Facebook. You know, you can go into Facebook and you can search for groups. You know, like, I just want to see stuff in this thing. So let me go in this group where all these people have the similar interests and let's all enjoy it together. Like that's a great, you know, that's, that's the cool aspect about it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just don't, (laughs) don't bug people as much. Leave them alone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, let me see. I was, oh, so right. I've been doing this Photoshop AI stuff, right? Yeah. 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 For fun and posting them and like pulling up other things. And then I was looking through and found a, uh, 
a it's called Pika Animation. Okay. And it's free for I mean you can like render like ten things, and I mean we have gone beyond like. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can send you what I have, just so you can see it. Um, you can and it will animate still photos that you've pulled up, mm-hmm. and also you can turn them into anything you want. Um, dang. So, like, I animated. Let me see if I can pull it up. Like it's crazy, and it's it's limited right now to like seven mm-hmm. seconds. Okay. But you, it's the same way as Photoshop is here. Type this and show this. Right. But it will basically do anything you want in any style. So I did... Oh, you're going to like this one. <laughs> I, I put in the photo of you working on just one of the knives or something. Mm-hmm. Or no, I put in a little three-second clip of you doing it. And I said, turn it into a Studio Ghibli-style oh, animation. Man. Like, and it looks like it doesn't show things, and it kind of looks like you're doing something inappropriate because you're like banging on something, and your hands like jiggling <laughs> to your crotch. But <laughs> let me just show you what it came up with in 20 seconds. All right, and look how close it kind of looks to the setup you have. I'm gonna send that to you. This is your sound on the phone. Yeah, just on on the okay messenger. Oh, sorry. You have dang. You have your phone. That's right. You're, yeah, you're that's, right, that's fine. We'll see if it messes up our signal. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs> all um, right. I'm gonna check it out. Let's see. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Come on, get bigger. There we go. That's sorry. crazy. So, can you see it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's oh, nuts. <laughs> So it it's oh, like yeah, your... it's it's the it's the smithy and yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> like it kind of transformed all that into like whatever you want, and yeah. I'll I'll, show you, I'll send you one wild. more. I I it animated a, a photo of Maeve eating a cookie. <laughs> okay, but it, she's moving. That's just that crazy. Just crazy how like how. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that it's, you know, this different versions of AI are have access to everything, right? Have access to every single thing that we've ever done or learned or saw or made or, you know, or crafted because it's all online. It's crazy. So you can see that little clip I sent you? Yep. Of my daughter. Like, you can see her moving around a little bit. Like, it looks like she's kind of eating it, kind of standing still, but it's moving. Uh huh. Yeah. That so was that just a photograph? That that's you... a photograph. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's an animated her movie. She's a little video of her eating the cookie. Yeah, dang, it's insane. So <laughs> yeah, every, every time I think I find a crazy, it's I wild. think that's how AI is going to go from now on out. Like you're on out, yeah. you're going to go, wow, that's crazy. And then in six months, you're going to, oh, we've we've jumped ten steps. <laughs> like I oh, just... you, you can replace anything in Photoshop. Well, now you can just type in. Anything you want in any style, and it makes an awesome. Like, I turned the blimp photo into a in, again animated, like Studio Ghibli blimp thing mm-hmm. flying away, and it looks just <laughs> like it. It looks like it looks just like it, and That's it's an crazy. original piece of work that looks like a Studio Ghibli movie. 
That's yeah. I you know done, just, done in ten seconds. Just earlier, as I you know sitting at home getting ready to record the podcast, and I was thinking about the AI stuff that you had made, and I was looking forward to show Corinne real quick, but I just like I had this you know like matrix thought. I was like, I wonder how long it's gonna take before this really gets crazy like or if it will you know it's just my mind all of a sudden went to this like i'm you know 41 years old in on the 22nd so i've got a good like another 40 years mm-hmm. and ai and and um just technology in general is gonna rise dramatically it's gonna change in that amount of time and i was like i wonder what it's gonna be you know like is it like the star wars version of ai where you have all these little robots walking around that are you know, like have they have their own <laughs> intelligence, or is it the Matrix version of AI where AI, you know, by the robots were powered by solar power, and then so we had to blot out the sun, and so they just harvested us you know, for batteries. <laughs> right. Like it's like who knows, you know? Like is it? And you know, all these all these movies and um, books and stuff that were written back in the seventies and eighties and are talking about the future in two thousand and two thousand twenty, you know, what it's gonna be like, you know, flying cars and all sorts of random shit. Like, is it gonna be like that where <laughs> where it's not that big of a deal? You know, it moves forward and it's not as forward progressively, you know, moving as we think it might be. Right. I um know. I don't know. Can you look at that link? I sent you the, one. This is Pika. Now, if you just scroll through, they have a bunch of examples. And it's really beautiful, beautiful work. And you can see what they prompted it, you know. Right. What they prompted under it to what it came out with. I don't see what you're... Do you see the link? Let Let me pull it up. No, I, just, I mean, I'm looking. Oh, oh, I'm seeing what you're saying. Okay, you did it on the. I, so I was like, looking at my phone, Sorry. looking at the computer, looking at the gas. Okay. Yeah, let me click on that. Hopefully, this and doesn't just like, kill and, us. No, uh, again, just put your yeah. you know, <laughs> scroll over a few of these things, and you can see the little three second cinematic things it pulls up. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, huh. crazy stuff. Like, totally original work. That looks totally 100% professional, and 10 years ago, you'd be very impressed by anyone who could produce any of this. Right. You know, months of work. If they could do any of these little clips, you'd be like, well, they're like, they should be in every big, any big studio they want to be, because they can create this amazing stuff. But now it's just, uh, it's it's a, 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 a text prompt away from anyone who wants it. Dang. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> for the, you know, for the, the, the creative world, you know, for designers and you know, like illustrators and artists and things, who knows, you know, who knows what the future holds. It's crazy. We're actually, because, um, because now so you could, sorry, real quick, you could, yeah. cause this gives you three second clips, but if you pay money, you can get up to seven seconds and right. you can pick I was messing around with it. You can pick and continue to keep the same style that you like. Right. And you can, whatever camera moves you want in the thing, you can have done. So it can dolly with stuff. It can move, pan back and forth. So you can make a feature animated film now. Anyone yeah. can. 
Yep. If you just just seven second clips, that's plenty. Just type it in. Just type in each. The guy walks in. He looks over. There's yeah. a field. There's a girl on the field. Next clip, he walks toward the thing. You see his feet walking. Okay. Mm. She looks up, close up on her eyes. It's like, I, I, I don't, it's like, I don't know. It's like over. Like, <laughs> I imagine the it's things over. we're going to see. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like Pixar yeah. can't, when you have, when you're going to have a, you know, a hundred million people trying out movies. Right. I mean, you're. You, you will have some amazing art come up, like the greatest story we've ever seen, right? Will be made in like the next few years. You know, it's just amazing. But then, will we like it as much? Because all of a sudden, there's a thousand of these same things that, well, like, will we like it as much because we know no one really worked hard on it? You know, right? Like, yeah, it's beautiful, but the hand isn't there anymore. Like, you, it's yeah. an AI thing, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's wild. Yeah, I could set up like three cameras in the shop and just do everything and talk to them and then just have it all animate together. I wouldn't have to have you at all. <laughs> you still <laughs> need a camera to move like, around. Yeah, right. Well, I could pan, right? Pan this angle a little bit That's and pan true. this. Yeah. But like I was thinking that as you were saying, like, you know, all this this stuff that they used to do by hand and now can be done this way. I was like, I wonder if people, you know, like people in the movie business or in the TV business felt the same way about YouTube when it came out. That you now have this platform that people can like just put up and have the same amount or, or more views, you know, than you would have on a show. Yeah. But, and just that they can just post it right up directly. I mean, obviously you're still, that's, it's a different thing, but I was just wondering, you know, yeah. like as, as things change, there's always people who are, who are affected by it. Um, but I a hundred percent know what you mean. I mean, you know, you don't need an illustrator to draw that picture of the field and the castle and the, you know, orthonicopter or whatever it is, you know, right, helicopter, right. you know, blimp thing to, because you can just type it in and it does it for you. Right. You know, you've done it like up until AI, <clears throat> someone would have had to draw on that or, you know, Photoshop it or what? Like, yeah. Like the, the photo I put up with the blimp, like that could be some fantasy cover of something, you know, or, or, right. yeah. or like if you're making a game and you need illustrated cards of something right. like, Oh, the blimp landing card. Like, okay. That, you know, or like, like magic, the gathering, right? Yeah. All, right. all that <laughs> stuff, all those really great yeah. pieces of art. You can now just type in, you know, orc with mm -hmm. hammer. Mm -hmm. or waterfall or something like that and then have it have it done yeah i don't know illustrators like right. tom and stuff and people we know i wonder how they're gonna combat that yeah and even like you know like you said like films and stuff so you had with like um weta right so they're doing all sorts of different stuff with technology where you know they have say 50 guys uh riding horses you know with you know the rohan armor on and right. then they can just generate 500,000 right, right you know using technology and um so yeah it's who knows where it goes you know, it's like i don't know that's wild it is it, it's crazy i mean even just even something like photoshop or or just uh your you know our phone's cameras where it's like bump up the saturation bump up the contrast you know oh, yeah. put in highlights put in vignette you know all that stuff like it's just built yeah. in as filters 
someone designed the filter and then all of a sudden everyone can use it to change up. So when you're looking at a photograph, you don't really know what that real thing is because it was any number of changes added to it. And I'll say for a hundred percent, you know, when I knew how to use Photoshop, when I would take pictures of my artwork for shows and things, I'd make, you know, I'd, I'd take a picture, I'd put it right into Photoshop and I'd change it to make sure that it looked how I wanted it to look. Mm. And that was me changing it to look more real because the camera wasn't doing justice to the painting or the right. drawing. Right. So I would change it to actually look like the way my eyes are seeing it. You yeah. know, so I was trying to change it in, in a positive way that was the actual thing, but it was again just being having that ability. As soon as I had it, I did it. Yeah, yeah I um Yeah, it's very very strange. I don't know. <laughs> like, when will there be an editor system that does it for you? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, and I don't know. Maybe it will help. Obviously, it can't. Well, it can. I mean, I guess I could go in the style of art or craftsmanship, put this these clips together. <laughs> right, yeah. And I would go, okay, well, I have, you know, whatever, 70 hours <laughs> of art or craftsmanship videos. Uh-huh. And I would just line them up, do, 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 do. I'm like, yeah, damn, that's pretty good. <laughs> like, man, that looks just like I did it. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, when, when you give a computer data and it's just turning your data around and spitting it back out to look like the same data. Yeah, you know, you know other than you needing a photographer to shoot stuff, which you don't, obviously, you can set up your own cameras. I, you know, I yeah. don't know. You need someone there to get the footage in the can. Yeah, right. But, um, yeah. You know, I don't know. It's it's a crazy thing. A lot of people, there's a lot of people are going to lose jobs. Yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Right, exactly. And I mean, even it's already, it's already changed. So, you know, illustration is one of the biggest, um, majors at MICA, Maryland Institute College of Art, where it's my alma mater and where like, you know, I still have a very close relationship with them and our friends who work there, they're changing completely their, their, the way that their majors work because things are changing so fast. You know, the interest level is different. And even even in illustration, like illustration is still one of their biggest ones, but it's changing. Everything's changing so fast. It's crazy. Right. I mean, the, you're going to have to teach people how to use the AI software. Yeah. Yep. That's all there is exactly. to it. Like, it's going to be, you'll be trained yeah. to do the work with all this software, just like you're trained to use Photoshop as a photographer or Lightroom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, right. We're actually doing that. So um, my coworker, Katie, is doing, uh, a, an, again, another PLC that's specifically about AI yeah. for art and design teachers because we want to know more. So she's like, well, I'm going to I'm going to do a, I'm going to start a PLC and like and teach it. But mainly it's so that way I can learn about it. Right. So she's going to have a guest speakers come and talk and, you know, we're going to look mm-hmm. up stuff. And like the idea is like that it's there. You know, I, I was saying to you that we had, I had a student who was writing this like beautiful stuff and I was like, I'm not sure. Is this AI or is this him? Like, is he using right. Jatt- right, 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 is, right. or even, even the, what's the, the program that's like for people to help write, you know, like better 
emails and stuff. You know, I forget what it's called. I mean, but it's there's like, a bunch of them, but now you can yeah, use that for right. ChatGPT. It does the same thing. Exactly. Right. Yeah, you don't need to use whatever those other ones are because you can just type it right in. Like, hey, you know, write me a paragraph that talks about this and this and this. You know, okay, well, that's good. All right. Uh, make it a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more eloquent. You know, or something, yeah. or like use some bigger words, like it's like or simpler words, or, or, or simpler words, yeah, right. right? Yeah, it's crazy, like, and it just like does it for you. It's nuts. Just so gonna, uh, yeah, everyone's got to adjust. <laughs> last night, as I was teaching um, the the PLC, which I said was like an architecture one, and and what I did is we had we had some teachers come in and and I was doing leading a, a two part thing for the evening. One was uh, bamboo structure build which is what we do with our sophomores when they first start. So you get 20 pieces of bamboo, you get 100 zip ties, and you build a structure that is as tall as possible to hold up a paint can. Hmm. So your goals are to make it tall, and it has to hold a paint yeah. can. Yeah. So you know they're doing that. So there's that. And then the second part is then you draw from that structure. So you do two drawings in one. You do, Or you do, like, on one page. You do one drawing, which is, like... Uh, um, a figure right so you're drawing the entire thing the entire structure from top to bottom left to right you're doing the whole thing in perspective and then the right side is what's called ground so you have figure ground ground is all the space around it right so you're like all of the negative space you're focusing on that so you're kind of if you imagine your eye is like outlining the structure and where there's little shapes where you can see through those are the shapes you're drawing in mm-hmm. and when i was telling i'm talking to them and like it's kind of interesting teaching teachers because I'm not there to teach them these skills. I'm there to teach, to, to give them this information to hopefully that they can then take what I'm teaching them or the way I'm teaching them and incorporate that into their lessons, into their, how they teach. Right. So it's like, I, so I'm, it's, it's, it's a different aspect. I'm like, okay, this is what I would say to my students, or this is how I would try to work with my students. So that way do they do this? So I'm like, and one of the things I thought about was like, when I'm working with different students, I have a whole list of tricks in my head, right? That make it easier. So, and that's just from experience of doing stuff. Um, so depending on the student, I'll give them a different trick, right? So if a student's really struggling, I'll give them the easy tricks. You know, it's like, well, look at this, look at this, like do this type of comparison. Like, okay. You know, if it's a student who's doing really well and they, they need to be pushed a little bit, then I'll give them the tricks that will help them to like, you know, look more, you know? So like, I'm like, well, look at this and look at this, start doing this type of thing. And they're like, Oh yeah, I see how that works. Right. And it, and it encourages them to go for, push further. So I was like, in my mind, that's like, it's like the AI. It's like, what are the new tricks? Right. You know, like how right. many tricks do you have? And in my, in my book of things. So recently I was, um, I had my, my buddy Jim came over last week, I think on Saturday last weekend. And, um, he um, he had a sledgehammer head that a buddy of his had that was his grandfather's, and so he um, he he told him he would take it, and he's like, I know a guy who can rehang this, and I'll get it rehung for you, you know, like let's hang it back because it was the ha- the handle was broken. Hmm. So Jim gave it to me. I've had it at my place for maybe a year, and so now he's finally he wanted the whole point was that he wanted to come up and do it, like he wanted to help do it as well. So um, he was able to come up on Saturday. So just like working through how to like, how to pull out a wedge, how to remove a handle, how to, you know, then clean up a head and, you know, just enough and, and how much to clean it up. Like what's, what's its use case at the end? You know, it's like, 
is this a hammer that's going to be used by a blacksmith or is this a hammer that's going to be used by a dude who's going to like you know smash a wall down you know like right. those two different people there's a different level of finish that you're going to want like i'm not going to polish the face of a a, a sledgehammer that's going to be used to break up bricks you know cuz it's not going to help right. the head at all it's actually going to hurt it to have that polished face you know yeah but for someone who's like going to use it for blacksmithing, they want a smooth face. So I'll polish the face. So, and just like as, so I'm kind of coaching him through how to do that stuff and, um, and how to, you know, like I said, like how to get the wedge out, how to get the handle out, all that stuff. And, you know, teaching him, giving the tricks, like try it this way, do this type of thing. You know, like I realized I have all these little tricks and things and, you know, things that I've done over the years that help me move through a process quicker. You know, it's like for that head, I like, if I did it, I could had it off and, I don't know, 10 minutes or something, you know, like who knows, like depending on how precious the head is, right. That's too, like if I'm, or how precious the handle is, if the handle is there, you want to preserve it. Well, then there's a different level of removal. If it's already broken, then you just cut it off and drill it out. Like you just get it out. Like, cause it's not helping you at all. So, um, but it was interesting, like seeing him do it and, and thinking like, okay, these are the ways that I would do it different, but like, do I have to tell him that in the moment? Or is it also about the experience of doing it, right? Mm. Like understanding if you're using the drill bit this way and you're bending it this way and you're drilling the the holes this way, it's not going to work as well as if you're doing it a little bit different way. So I kind of give them a little bit of guidance, but also there's a level of satisfaction and a little of of education that you get when you succeed on your own. Right. And maybe we're going to lose that with AI, right? Like, I don't know, maybe not. You know, maybe people are like, this is great. I can do all sorts of crazy stuff. Like, how far can I push AI? You know? Like you said, like, take those seven-second clips and make an entire feature-length film out of it. Right. Yeah, I... Right. It's it's very interesting. (laughs) I I think it's going to be... Oh, one one more thing. I saw a... uh, Mm -hmm. Piece of technology from CES. It's like a big technology like convention thing they have every year. Okay. And I think it'll. Anyway, what it is, is it's a piece of hardware with a screen on it and a wheel and a camera. And it's push to talk input and it has a little touchscreen. Mm-hmm. But what it does is it's like ChatGPT on a phone. Which I think eventually probably Siri and all these Google things will just emulate ChatGPT and they'll get real yep. quick and actually yep. good at, like, what we need is that instant talk back. Like, you're just conversing with it. Then we'll mm-hmm. all use it, right? Mm-hmm. But this thing, it, like, speeds the response time up real fast. And what it does is it, if you say, hey, I want a pizza from Pizza Hut, give me give me a large cheese pizza from Pizza Hut. It goes in and sees the internet site so it goes through the apps mm-hmm. and it goes through the websites and does the work and then all it shows you is hey okay i'll send you a pizza to your address confirm that's all the button that comes up it shows yeah. you right so all that like uh, pizza.com i carry out you know my zip code this that oh okay. like, yeah, all that stuff so pepperoni do all that all that yeah, stuff right, is yeah. done in like five seconds that's wild. And you can also teach it to do whatever you want. So if you go, like, talk into it, hey, take the watermark off of this picture in my email I just sent. Right. And, it, and it, in five seconds, it pops that picture up with the watermark on because you've kind of told it what to do. <sighs> mm. um, or, hey, do this code, or uh, I need an Uber. 
And right. he goes, okay, I'm sending an Uber, like, now. You yeah. know, so you don't have to... It's, it's really crazy. It looks pretty cool. Um, but I think, yeah, like... like you like said, I, that's kind of that Siri or Alexa type thing, but more advanced, right? Because it would be like, hey, I want to order a pizza from Pizza Hut, and they'd be like, all right, here's the website to order a pizza yeah, from Pizza Hut. Yeah. I would give you the website. You know, it's like, yeah, that's not what I want. I what want you, you to want, pizza form, Yeah, bitch. you want... <laughs> you want the... It's like a personal assistant that responds quickly. Right. And they yeah. went as far as going... Hey, I want to go on a trip with my family to Europe, and can you give me an itinerary each day? And it, you know, pulls up instantly, and it's like, buy mm-hmm. flights here. This is how much they are, you know. Mm-hmm. So it 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 brings your decision making down to like, this is what I found. You want to confirm it, you know? That's right, all it yeah. is. Like, so I think that will come to most phones once they figure it out, and that's when we can will actually yeah. be using those things because it'll be so easy. Right. And instantly yeah. quick. That's the thing. Like, you want that instant, like, it to know what you're saying quickly, which we'll get mm-hmm. to within a year or two. Yep. Or maybe it's already here because the, the, this rabbit, it's called that Rabbit R1, is coming mm-hmm. out now. Like, um, that'll be interesting. I think it will be very helpful to, like, older, lonely people. Because then you yeah, just have right. a conversation with it. Yeah. Hey, can I call you this? Sure, call me Joe. All right, hey Joe. How uh, what's the <laughs> what time's the game tomorrow? Oh, it's this, this. What do you think? Well, I think this, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. You know, and then you'll just be talking to it all day. Like like almost like you talk to a dog, but even more because it'll respond. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, right. It's it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll just have someone. Th- oh, and I heard now they can take your voice with three seconds of a sample. Like you don't need hours anymore. Like the Dang. computer, cu- computer can generate your your voice with only a couple seconds. Three so seconds. you know That's we don't crazy. need a, we don't need our podcast. They'll they'll yeah <laughs> they will drone on about axes and and AI and Deadwood <laughs> without us. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode you just type it in this week's episode i want us to talk about this and this and oh right this. right you just and say, we hey, want it to last 40 minutes i want the yeah, i want the utter craftsmanship but lee don't do the deadwood or book club stuff yeah right like, just have dustin talking about knives okay here's dustin talking about a knife <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> yeah like, man it's gonna be it's it's gonna be like uh <laughs> like, um, what is it? Uh, Wally, right? You know, so we're right, all just going to be big right. fat people just floating around, <laughs> having everything done for us. Wouldn't mind <laughs> with chairs. Chairs do look nice. <laughs> yeah, the screens and stuff. Like, yeah, it's just a big, sweet. sweet ass lazy boy that floats around for you. Yeah, we can stick our fat feet in the little pool, uh, like hover boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're like, now we're talking. Yeah, let's get some AI this on is that. Great. What's wrong? What's wrong? With this it looks great. I know. Why did they have to go back? It was awesome. Wally had to show up. up and ruin everything. Uh, they're living the good life. Everybody <laughs> was happy and rich. <laughs> Fat and happy. Yep. <clears throat> Man. Well, uh, one of the other things I worked on this in the shop this week, um, during the flood in my shop that happened uh, during yeah. a storm the other night. Yeah. So, so I got home on... Uh, what was that? Maybe Monday or Tuesday or whatever it was. Um, got home. So we're at, I'm at school, Baltimore County schools. I work in the city. So Baltimore County schools got out of school 
completely. Mm-hmm. They had a mm-hmm. half day. Baltimore City Schools didn't, um, but by the time I got home, it had been raining for quite a while throughout the day and pretty heavily. So I got home, went straight down the shop to check it because, you know, my shop's flooded a couple times. Not a ton, but a few times. It, there's always some water, you know, down there. Like, anytime it rains, there's always like a little bit of water that gets in, but rarely does it get in a much that I need to actually pump anything out. So I get home, I go down the shop, and there's like, you know, a few puddles around, but not anything crazy. I'm like, well, that's kind of good. Okay, great. You know, it's not too bad. So I'm in the shop and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll do something while I'm down here. You know, it's like I'm already down here. So I, so I have this, um, uh, boy's ax head from, uh, the company that's a Trojan is the brand, which is an Australian brand. And, um, and I was planning on hanging it on an ax handle from Tracy from Bastion head, which, um, Bastion had Tracy. He's been at uh, Maker Camp for you know the the couple years that we've been there as well. Um, he always does good stuff, and I chatted with him a little bit this year, and he sent me some handles and some uh, some edge protector rubber stuff that they use for their um, draw knives. Mm. Um, so I was like, oh, I want to use one of these handles because they're a little bit shorter. I think the one I used like it. it turned out about 20 inches i think which is cool like i i don't mind having one of those heads on a shorter handle so it's kind of almost like a just a, um you know like a glorified hatchet you know so it's a yeah. little bit bigger head and a little bit bigger handle so it's not like a full boy, boy size handle but it's not a hatchet size and i don't want like a little short guy i want something in between so i was using one of his handles which are which are great they're they're really nice and he um he makes them from scratch and so he sent me a couple. Um, so I got that one on. And uh, so I was down there. I was like, well, I'll start hanging this and maybe I'll get some video of it, you know, start putting together a little bit reel, which I ended up doing. And But that reel was uh, divided between that first, like, 10 minutes when I started the reel. And then after that 10 minutes and all of a sudden I realized that the puddles around me were really quickly getting closer and closer together. <laughs> it was just, like, water starting to pour in. I was like, oh, my goodness. So I, like – you know, I, I realized and I looked down into the little sump pump area. There's a hole in the floor that goes down about maybe two feet or so, foot and a half. So it's like a five-gallon bucket into the floor. Yeah. And I have a sump pump in there, which, you know, we had as a result of the last flood that we got on video. We were doing that video, right, right. Um, which was another X video. That's funny. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I so I kind of open up the hole, and the water is, you know, three-quarters of the way up. So, oh shit. So, you know, it's just, and it's just pouring in, you know? So I'm like, okay, well I turn it on and I have this hose that's hooked to it. It's always hooked to it and it kind of crosses my floor and goes out the, out the steps. Um, but because it's there all the time, I always walk on it and step on it and roll things over it. So of course it's got, you know, it's crushed and it's got holes. So I'm like trying to wrap it up with, with electrical tape and then, it's not flowing very well, so then I like run up and I get a chunk of the hose from our actual hose reel out back, and I bring it back, and then it's not pumping well, and so I'm doing all this stuff just trying to keep up with it. But eventually, I got it going, and it's pumping pretty fast. Like that that pump was maybe I'd say maybe like two gallons a minute. Yeah, you know, pumping out, and there were a few times where it just was not keeping up. You know, it was pumping and the water was just still rising, you know, for like, it would go like 10, 15, 20 minutes and it was just water sitting there and it's pumping out full time and the water's not going down. It's getting higher and higher. And then eventually I'd like, you know, kind of look down and realize that it had gone down, you know, and then it was yeah. down and I can't just leave the basement cause it's not an automatic pump. So it's not like I can, 
go upstairs and just let it run all night long because then it'll run itself dry, you know, to be dry and you can't run it dry. Because right. I could buy an automatic pump, but like, you know, I haven't yet. So, <laughs> so I was like, well, you know, I got home and I just told Nicole, I was like, well, I'll be down in the shop for a while because I have to monitor the pump and keep turning on and off and just keep pumping out the water. So fortunately I do have it. And I was able to like stay there and, you know, I like watched uh, seven or eight episodes of Seinfeld and <laughs> some like YouTube. And, and then I did end up like once the water kind of slowed down a little bit and I knew that it was managing it well enough, then I started working on that ax again. So I did get it, um, get it hung and, um, and ready to go. So it's, it's a cool handle and it's a cool head. I really like it. I, uh, I, posted it and got some, some, some decent feedback on Instagram. Um, and like Trace from Bastion head, he actually commented on it. I had another guy comment about, um, using the Shinto rasp and how he thinks that, you know, he was saying it leaves a lot of gouges. So he's asking like, what do I do about the gouges? Do it? How do I get them out without just sanding, you know, kind of smashing everything down. So I was giving him my point of view and, and Tracy actually commented on it saying that he, um, uh, will often go over the whole handle with a rasp to add more texture to the handle to make it more like, so you can hold on to it. Yeah. And I commented back to him. I was like, I was like, you're, I was like, Oh, you're a uh, function over form kind of guy, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was like, so it's like the use of it way more than the look of it. And he said, his comment was something like every day, all day, all the time. (laughs) So it was like, he was like a hundred percent. I'm a function over form guy, you know? And me as an artist first and a craftsman, you know, I was an artist first and then I got into craft like function and form are equal in my mind mm. functions a little bit have, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit toward the, the function side. Like it needs to serve the function first, right. but almost as equally, it has to look nice. You know, that's the art of craftsmanship. It has to be like, you have to want it up and pick, you want to pick it up and use it because it looks nice as well as it works well. So, you know, I kind of gave my, like talked about what I do uh, It's like, sometimes I'll go with like card scrapers afterward, or sometimes I'll just use a finer file and then go to sandpaper. So, but it was funny. He was like all day, every day, all the time. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't know, but he was actually at, or I, I, I did know, but I didn't hear, I didn't find out until about it until it was too late, but he was at the uh, woodworking show in Timonium here in Baltimore last weekend. Oh. He was there all weekend. I was like, oh man, I should have stopped in and said, Hey, yeah, but he didn't get a chance. But he's, he's on like a, on a woodworking show circuit right now. God forbid we go to anything that's close to us. I know, right? Freaking woodworking show. If I don't have to drive six hours, I'm not doing it. (laughs) 24-hour turnaround? No thanks. Nah. Nah. (laughs) I can go all those all the time. (laughs) But... Yeah, but it's it's been fun. You know, a couple of days in the shop's been cool. Um, and so yeah, I went down last night and finished it up after the whatever the day or two before where I was down there. And uh, yeah, and we've been working with Corinne. She has her uh, her application due for fine arts at the school she wants to go to for high school. Nice. Um, it's due technically it's due tomorrow night, but she has her. Um, she's going to do the in-person application like uh drawing challenge thing she's got to go for three hours and do a live challenge so she'll do that tomorrow so but she's got really good work she's a she's a damn good artist it's really impressive you know just watching her the other day um maybe a week and a half two weeks ago she set up one of the things she had to do was a still life an 18 by 24 inch sorry not still life um she had to do a still life but she had to do an 18 by 24 inch self-portrait from life 
right? Mm. So you have to work from a mirror. You can't just like take a picture and then just draw from the picture. Yeah. You have to work from a mirror from life. And she wanted to do it outside. So she actually did it out like kind of where we set up to do the painting when we were doing the combined painting with Tom and us. Yeah. Um, so they're looking toward the tree and looking toward the hill with the little house in the back. Um, and uh, yeah, she sat there and we, it was, it was kind of right around dusk, but I was like, well, let's go out and let's just get it set up and kind of, you can just gesture in the main composition. So you have something to start with. Then when you come back out, you know where you are, you have your composition and then it's just a matter of filling in all the details. And the, like the speed at which she did that was so impressive. Mm. I was like, man, that's, that's the thing that I talk about often is that like fear of messing up, you know, fear of making mistakes. And as you become successful in, in, being creative and doing things, you lose that fear because you know, you've done it well before. And you also know if you make a mistake, you just start over. It's no big deal. Like you can get back to that point quickly. And she's got that, you know, she's cause she's, she's a good artist. Like she's done it for a long time. She's got that like lack of fear. And, and she also is a really good, she has a, a good eye for drawing from life. Right. So she's like, so she just like, I give her a piece of charcoal. Cause I'm like, well, let's just start out with charcoal. So you have a big tool. So you're not like fiddly, you know, you're not using the tip of a pencil to draw little things. You're just using a big chunk of charcoal to just gesture in yeah, like right. where's the top of your head, right. where's your chin, where's your shoulders. Like right. she started laying it in and the shape of her face and her nose and her eyes. And it was like, 10 minutes and she had the whole thing like gestured in. I was like, damn girl, <laughs> that's awesome. Like I don't see her do that. Like from life. I know that like, she's always been a really good, um, she's always had a good eye for drawing from life, like seeing perspective and seeing things like, I think the trick is again, trick, right. Is to imagine that everything in front of you is flat. Like it's hard to imagine that, but you're looking at a flat scene, right? So you have to look at where things intersect and overlap and how they move back in space. Like it were a flat image. And if you can do that, then you can kind of put things where they belong in the composition. And she did it really quick. So that was yeah, cool. That's great. Well, you yeah. know, these are your, you get what, four more, three more, four more years to coach her up. Don't say it. I'm just saying. So this is your, <laughs> know, right? your, your, your kid's going to be a football coach and you've been a no. coach for a successful coach. Uh-huh. So you got to take him all your, <laughs> let's watch the game. <laughs> these are all my tips. Uh-huh. Fill her up so when she yep. goes away, she'll be like ahead of the game. Yeah, no, that's fun. Yeah, so she's got that tomorrow, and then uh, this weekend is wild card weekend. Football, yeah. baby. Yeah. Football. Yeah. Grab some football. That's what Maryland does. That's what Maryland does. <laughs> Even so though I we th- won't be playing, but. No, we won't be playing. Yeah, so it's wild card round. So we don't, we're not playing wild card round because Ravens got the bye week as well as, you know, we, we home field we, advantage all the way to the home Super field. Bowl yeah, if right. We, so we, if we can get there. So there'll be two games there. in the Super Bowl. Yeah, baby. So I thought it would be fun for you and I to tell, uh, to guess who we think will win the wild card games this weekend. And then we can talk oh. about it next week and we'll say where we are. And then we can kind of keep going through, you know, a we'll couple, couple do a little, picks. Yeah, yeah. All and right. It's brought to you so, by FanDuel. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and you could download the FanDuel. This episode is brought to you by whatever uh, the other one is. <laughs> AI, can you do that podcast again where they don't talk about football and or Deadwood? <laughs> Thank you. And no, and no AI. <laughs> and yeah, just and talking about axes in the shop and leave the out the AI stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, so there are five games this weekend. 
Um, yeah, let's start with the AFC. Uh, okay, so that's this and this. How do you we? Have, you have the seeding. If there are five, five games, how are there? How is it only? Is it at AFC and NFC? Is it six games? Am I missing one? One, well, two, three, four, five. It's got to be six games. Maybe you're right? just getting the AFC side. There, there should be four. Maybe I'm just four games. The AFC side. So I'm looking at it. So okay. So tomorrow, there's Browns and Texans play at 4:30, mm-hmm. and then Dolphins and Chiefs play at six at eight o'clock. So that's both AFC. Then we have. I think um, you have a Monday game too. Oh, there it is. I missed that one. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so that one is Eagles and Bucks. Yes. Okay. And Bucks. So AFC, we have, like I said, we have Browns and Steelers, Browns and Texans. So that's tomorrow. Um, and we have Dolphins and Chiefs. That's tomorrow. And then on Sunday, we have Steelers and Bills. So that's AFC. So first game, Browns versus Texans. Who do you pick is going to win? Browns Joe, Texans? Joe Flacco. All right. So Devin's going Browns. Browns, Joe Flacco, and oh, Browns or Texans? I think we're gonna have to go Browns as well. They're yeah, they're they're hot. Yeah, they are hot. Joe's doing well. They have a good defense. Um, so I'm gonna go Browns also. All right. Uh, next up, we have Dolphins versus the Chiefs, and this one's tough, man, because the Dolphins are hot. So well, no, no, they're not. Well, I mean, they they have been right. They've been doing well, but the <clears throat> the second the end, the second half of their season's been a terrible. Yeah, I mean, but they, when you know coming up to when they played us, it was still like they were doing pretty well, right? Uh, yeah, I think they felt because they were leading the division by many games, and they right. just kept losing and losing and losing, and now they have to go on the road to Kansas City, yeah, which is supposed cold. to be yeah negative something. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like negative two with so, a wind chill of negative so twenty or something. <laughs> I think Kansas City, they're used to the weather. The you know, dolphins are soft. They're not gonna be able to handle it. All right. Well, yeah, I mean I think I watched one of the I watched the Chiefs Eagles game halfway through the season and both of those teams look bad at that yeah. point. I was like, I'm not afraid of either of his teams. So Dolphins looked better to me than the Chiefs. But that's hard because it's it, you never want to bet against Patrick Mahomes because he's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just for competitive sake, I'm going to go with Dolphins. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got Devin has Chiefs, the Chefs. The <laughs> Who are the Chefs? And Dustin's going Dolphins. <clears throat> All right. Last up for AFC, we have the Steelers versus the Bills. Steelers are going to Buffalo. Think? Steelers stink. Yes, they do. And Buffalo Steelers. continue to fight and get the division from the Dolphins. So mm-hmm. I will pick mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills. Bills. I will also go with Bills. Um, yeah, I think the Steelers are, like, last week they scored less against our second string guys and guys sitting out, you know, no Roquan, less than they then the previous two teams, you know, which obviously were better teams. So like, you know, two weeks in a row, the previous teams scored 19 against us. Steelers scored 17. So I was like, okay, well your first string offense is better than our second string defense. You're like, Ooh, yeah. you know, it'd be the 17 to 10, right? This it was like, is the, this is the first time ever I'd 
rather see the Browns than no, I'd rather see the Steelers than the Browns. Right, absolutely. I, I'm more nervous yeah. about the Browns coming in yeah. than the Steelers. So yeah, they, so. they stink. Yep. So I'm also I'm also going to go with Bills because I don't think Steelers are going. I yeah, same thing. I would love to see the Steelers because I'd love to smash the mess out of them when we have all of our starters in. Right, but, right. But uh, I do not think they're. You know that wouldn't be. I'd, I'd I'd rather yeah the Steelers come because we're going to get the lowest seed will come to Baltimore. Yep. Yeah. So the Steelers made it through. They they would probably come to us, and that'd be fun. Yeah. Right. I really, I really don't want to play. Shut up, the all Browns. the Steelers fans. I just don't. <laughs> I don't like playing against Flacco. Yeah. Right. I mean, I know what you mean. You know, he's he's a veteran. He's always just stable. Right. He was always. He was never amazing. He was always just reliable to just do what he needed to do yeah. and do it pretty well all the time. You know, it was just like a, it's just like a good horse that's not super fast, yeah. but <laughs> not he, not super yeah, flashy, but, but just all, you keep on riding him. You know, and he he oh baby, <laughs> he uh, <sighs> the only person ahead of him in this era with playoff wins is. Yeah. Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady by one yeah. game by one playoff win. That's crazy. <laughs> or, or maybe it's not total playoff wins, but it's like maybe it's right. wins on the road. It's one of those stats. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, Joe's got one Super Bowl and Tom's we, got seven well, or something. No, he's got four, five. Oh, okay. Five, he's been five. to seven, I think. Yeah. Right. Well, he's got one with Tampa Bay. Or right, Tampa Bay, who he's with, yeah. Yeah, who it was, yeah. And so, then, yeah. so, yeah, anyway, yeah. But, I, yeah, I, right, he's got tons of playoffs. That's the thing. Like, he did he did great. We know he did well in the playoffs. Yeah, we were always in we it. We always <laughs> we always had many playoff games each season. Not every, you know, we had a couple bad ones. But. Yeah, it's, it's really weird because, like, the Browns have always, they've always been such a shitty team that mm-hmm. there's no, like, you know, I'm not angry that they're doing well with, I'm not angry that Joe went to him. Like, it's almost like they're well, no, just he, like it uh, it's like no big deal. Like okay, that's cool. Like hey, good for him. Joe got to play more, and he's with the Browns. That's kind of cool. All right, maybe he helps yeah. him be better. Yeah. You know, like, it's like I would, if I he would, wouldn't play with the Steelers, it'd be like, oh, what's wrong with you? You know, if somehow the Browns make it through and we don't, I would, I, I wouldn't be against rooting for for them. Yeah, and I'm not right. usually not one to. I'm not a person like, hey, they're in a division, let's root for them. Right, I don't like that. Or hey, they beat us, let's root for now. Yeah, yeah, but Browns—they don't have a Super Bowl, and I love love me some Joe Flacco. So I, yeah, I'd probably yeah. root for him to like go out that way. That'd be a great way to get yeah, him right get on. him some respect. So like last year when we played, since Cincinnati went under the Super Bowl, were you rooting for Cincinnati or for the Chiefs? Chiefs, Bengals, or Chiefs? You were okay. Yeah, I don't want I don't want the I don't want Bengals <laughs> to go through. <laughs> Bengals are a little bit better. Same thing with Steelers. So they're more of a threat. Yeah. I just don't want. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, Chiefs, no big deal. Whatever, they're NFC, they're a you know, whole different division. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We play them occasionally. Cool. No cool. All right. All right. All right, so now we're into NFC side. So we have on the second game on Sunday is Packers versus the Cowboys. See, I don't know much pack. about NFC, so I will root for the Packers over the Cowboys. Okay. All right, so Packers. And you used to like the Cowboys back in the day, so maybe. Yeah, man, I was one of those '90s kids, you know, America's <laughs> team, Cowboys, all the way. Right, that was back with like Emmett Smith and yeah. Michael Irving, and you know, all those good dudes. Um, so let's see, Packers, Cowboys. Um, is it Dak? But I think Dak Prescott is he hurt? And he's like, he's doing well. 
I, uh, it's just hard to root against the Cowboys because I think they're doing really well this season, um, and they've been able to like hang in there just long enough to do well enough. So I'm gonna go Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Cowboys. Although that I think that Cowboys uh, uh, Commanders or whatever it is game that used to be you know Cowboys and Indians, Cowboys and Redskins. Yeah, it was like it was a sad, sad game recently. It was like not great. All um, right, Redskins stink. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're no joke. No, they are a joke. <laughs> yeah. All right, next up for NFC, we have Rams versus the Lions. Uh, again, I'm, I'm going to root for Lions. They're they're mm-hmm. they're not again, but I'm saying I like the. Uh, it's I guess they're not even the underdog. They're they're doing great. And another, yeah, they've just another been bad te- for so long. Another yeah. team without a Super Bowl, so I'm. I'm yeah, I'm on board. That'd be cool. Like, I'd like I'd like to see either like Harbaugh's win or Michigan teams win. That'd be kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like, so like Harbaugh won for Michigan State. Did oh, you right, watch that right. game by any chance? Or no, I don't, to, I, don't, yeah. I don't really like college football very much. I um I list what did I do? I was listening. Like I I had I had paid attention to the the final four. You know, one, two, three, oh, four. Yeah, Those yeah. were kind of good games. And then unfortunately, like that that game was just not good. You know, it was like Michigan against uh, Washington. Washington mm-hmm. just did not do very. Neither of them did great. You know, it's just like kind of a blah game. Like just not a lot of action. So yeah, I don't like what are you gonna I don't do like college very much. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go with Lions as well um, because you know same thing, right? They've been kind of shitty for a long time, so. Why not? Like they've been, they've been all right. If if they get through there and they win, you know, they win today. That's cool. Uh, they came and played us early in the season. And we beat the mess out of them. So you know, like I'm not afraid of them. Not afraid of anybody. All right. And last up, we have Eagles versus the Bucks, the Buccaneers. Who do you think? Well, um, I don't know. For some reason, yeah, Jalen Hurts is not doing great. For some reason, I kind of want the Eagles to win, even though I'm not a. I usually don't like the Eagles very much. Yeah, and and Buccaneers, I don't mind the Bucks. Yeah, even like they, even if they did have Tom Brady. Yeah, and back in the day, like when our grandparents were down in Tampa Bay, we we're like, I kind of yeah, they like Bucks, that. you know. And we beat them in the Super Bowl, so you know, it's not like they beat us, so that's okay. <laughs> the Harbaugh Bowl, and, and they cool. both had recent. Super Bowl wins. Yeah, I I really like have I don't know anything about the Bucks. Like I haven't followed anything to do with yeah. them. Maybe it's just like not a lot about there. Like you know, Eagles, same thing. Like all these teams, like Eagles, Lions, yeah, Browns, well, you know, yeah. Dolphins. Like all these teams came in, you know, and then we just we beat them all. So like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like maybe I would like I think. I just think the Eagles are just doing so bad. Like, I think the Bucks are going to win just because it's, like, such a downturn for the Eagles the second half of the season. Mm, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take the Eagles on that one just to be the opposite. Gotcha. Okay. Eagles, E-A-G-L-E-S. There we go. And Bucks. All right, I got it written down. And then we will see how we're looking. So then, yeah. So I think it'd be fun, like, throughout the playoffs, we can kind of keep going and see, like, how we do. And we'll see, like, what, you know, who has the best uh, record by the end. Well, we're, both, we're both going to win because the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. So well, yeah, but that'll too. be one win, right? So <laughs> we'll get through. So we'll see who. Yeah, this week we'll be able to score a total of six points. Next week uh, we'll be able to score a total of three points. Or I guess it's four points next week. And then um, I guess what, what, yeah, next week will be the champions of the divisions, right? So it's 
Yeah, NFC and AFC. You so have, it's eight you games. Have two games on either side. Two games on either side, right? Yeah. So yeah, a total of four points, and then. And or, then yeah. two points, and then we'll see. Like Obviously, we're going to both be uh, rooting for the Ravens for the Super Bowl, so we either get that point or we won't. <laughs> cool. All right, man. It'll be fun. I think we're good. Yeah, what I'll, do we, I'll uh... be there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Mom, Dad uh, was like, hey, what do you think about going to a football game if they have a playoff game? And I was like, that would be cool, but that's going to be a lot of money. <laughs> and he was like, well, you know, if we can figure out tickets, like, we'll, we'll figure it out, you know, like – Mom and dad um, ro- rolling in that uh, Amish dough. Yeah, they no, they they said no to it because oh, okay. I told them because mm-hmm. they wanted lower section. Mm-hmm. The tickets I can get start at one fifty upper section, mm-hmm. which is a good deal, um, relatively. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. But then if you want to go down low, it's like two, three, four hundred. Yeah, right, right. I just oh, figured. Wow. I just didn't. You know, it's I. It's a good chunk of money. Yeah, and it had to be done by today, and I just didn't feel like doing it all again right right like seeing if people want to do it do this and then i gotta front the money and then uh, you know my yeah. luck some people will be like oh yeah we want the good tickets so all of a sudden i'm fronting like four four hundred dollar tickets <laughs> right yeah, exactly yeah, nah. <laughs> it's too nah, much work right. and who, yeah last time i did it you know you, you i all of a sudden then i'm i'm an organizer of like yeah right people are asking well, what's this game how's this work i'm like look if you want it, you say yes, I want it, and you send me the money immediately. That's all. That's all that should happen. Right. Exactly. It shouldn't be. Yeah. What, what game, game do you go to? And that was like, yeah. When is, I was is, talking to you, I was like, yeah, but then it's. I don't want to do this this year. Like, yeah. Then you had to like explain, like, yeah, but it's not right. this game. It wouldn't be this. If they get here, then that you're like, all right. All right. I know. I got to do the legwork all of a sudden. I'm like, I'm helping you out. Do you want the super cheap ticket or not? You figure it out. Yeah, just, right. yeah. It's like a thirty dollar ticket. Say yes or no. Super cheap ticket or not? Yeah, that's right. a shame. You know, for the Orioles. Like, I know. The yeah, that's literally the only fear I have for the Ravens right now is only because of the experience we just had with the Orioles, uh, where it was like, yeah. there's all this hype. They did such a good job. And they lost in the first round. Like, fuck you. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. so I'm I'm only afraid because I don't just want it to happen again. You know, like, because I have to listen to this 2019 team so much as better, well. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. But everyone like, was young. Everyone was, it just wasn't as good yeah. of a team. No. And, yeah. and, and, we'll, and the way we're that we played this season is so good. It's just like, just killing teams, you know, and just, and not, not out of like luck. It's out of like, everyone's just yeah, firing on all yeah. cylinders, you know, we're like, we've got a good team. Yeah, it's so much fun to watch, man. I was at the bar watching the uh, Raven-Steelers game, and uh, the bartender was like, I'm not getting excited until they win the Super Bowl. Like, next year I'll get excited when we go into the playoffs. (laughs) He's like, because they haven't shown me anything yet. You know, he's like, I love the Ravens. He's wearing a Ravens jersey and everything, but he's like, I can't do it. You know, like, they haven't shown me that they can win in the playoffs yet. Once they show me they can win the playoffs, then I can be excited for another, yeah. you know, another playoff win later. So, yeah. I was like, all right, I hear you. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, what do you have for uh, recommendation? You got anything this week? Um, recommendation. Oh, Deadwood. Oh, there's a well, there's <laughs> new video on Tested about adam redoing his whole yeah. section of a shop and that was really Hell cool yeah and him talking about um getting cabinets from industrial light and magic the mm-hmm. guys who did you know star wars and raiders and a bunch of um special effects stuff yeah. so all that, that, that was really yeah. cool to hear him 
yeah. go throughout this whole new section. Yeah, that was super cool. I actually commented on that video. So, like, he's doing the whole tour, and it's like 25 minutes, right? He's really yeah. going into it. He's really telling you, like, how special these all – He's so he's – for those who haven't seen it and you can check it out, obviously I'll post about it, but you know, the cap, he's got this like seven or eight different, um, material storage cabinets that they were using in their, in their, uh, the shop when they're building props. Right. right. So it's like lengths of brass and lengths of copper and all these like, you know, uh, a half dome thing and a, like just yeah, so yeah. many little bits and bobs. So basically like an entire hardware store of little things that you can use to make models. Right. And Adam bought all of them because he wanted to kind of keep them together yeah, for right. posterity. Really? It was yeah. like, they should be all together. Like they, someone should tell their story. So he was able to mm. get, you know, get them all, which is awesome. So he's like telling the thing, he's walking around, he's going around, he's showing all the different cabinets and talking about them and like just reminiscing and going all the way around, all the way around. And, and you know, it's in this, this part of the shop that used to be really cluttered with all of his like stuff that he would show off. It was like the museum of his stuff. Right. Now it's got some space he's going around. He gets to this like one cabinet, which has got a hundred and Forty-four, whatever organizational things that he made, you know, that's all hardware and stuff. And he's like talking about it and he's showing the little things that he got and he like put something back and bumps it and a brick falls oh, from yeah. the ceiling and lands yeah. on his feet. It barely misses him. And then he's like, hi, he picks it up and it's a fake brick. Yeah. And he like hits it. On. I was like, how fucking ironic is that? <laughs> like the funniest thing. I was like, it, and I, Chris and I were like looking at him, looking at Chris. I was like, can you believe what just happened? Like <laughs> out of all the stuff that could have fallen in his shot in his cave, which is like jam packed full of stuff. It could have been anything. It was a fake brick. Like right. how perfect, right. like you couldn't have written that any better. You know, like a fake brick <laughs> falls from the ceiling right. and almost hits him, but barely misses him. Right. You know, you think it's a real brick, but it's a fake brick. Like really? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so funny. Uh, it was just like <laughs> comedic perfection in that moment. I was like, this is so good. Yeah. It's like crazy. Uh, that's so funny, but yeah, that's a great, great shop tour. Yeah. Super cool. That was oh, yeah. awesome. Cool. All right. Well, my recommendation this week is um, uh, a leather worker. His name is Dennis Forrester. And I actually met him at Maker Camp this year. Um, and his Instagram is 21 grams underscore leather goods. Um, and he was working with Ethan Hardy and some of those guys uh, doing the like the leather work um, tent. But one of the things that he's kind of innovated is the way to do leather carving. What they call carving is basically just like how do you wet leather and then you smash it, you know, and you create all the shapes and stuff when you're doing tooling. So it's like tooling or carving, you call it. Uh-huh. Um, so he has a background or at least like has connections with tattoo artists. So he's created basically like a tattoo gun that, that instead of having needles, it has blunted different shaped things that you can change the head on and you can create like uh like a dremel you know type of um tattoo gun that can create shapes in leather right so he's got these really cool things he calls them like he has his like you know the tattoo carving set and has different cartridges so you basically put in different heads so you might have a head that's like a rounding head so you can do like a real smooth rounded channel that you can kind of cut in but basically you're just like treating the leather just like it would be a tattoo like you're creating it you know you're working like a tattoo artist so he's making some really beautiful work 
that has that like classic tattoo feel to it, but it's all just shaping the leather, the wet leather and doing it. So, um, he's, he's working on kind of prototypes of selling that thing, you know, where you can buy the, his, it's like a battery powered, basically like a kind of Dremel looking tattoo head. So instead of spinning, it like goes, you know, pushes like the, all the things in and out like a tattoo gun would. Um, but, but again, they're like blunted. So that way it's just pushing into the leather and it's shaping it rather than cutting into it or like, you know, or needling into it. So really cool stuff. It's a, it's like a definitely a new, a completely innovative way to think about, um, tooling or carving leather. That's different than whatever anyone else has done. Everyone else is, you know, you just have like a tool that you either press straight in, or maybe you like use it to like rub it. You know, you have like just a tool that has like a round ball in the end and you just rub it and you're pushing it. So you're like shaping this, the leather, but he's figured like, why not have like a tattoo type gun that you can create drawings and things on leather. So Right. So check him out again. That's Dennis and his Instagram is 21 grams underscore leather goods. Um, he's actually doing a leather shoe, leather tennis shoe making, um, class at, uh, at the Blackthorn this year at some point in the summer. So if you're interested in, uh, you know, checking out what's going on up in East Durham, where the uh, Maker Camp is. They do all sorts of stuff at the Blackthorn. So you can go to the Maker Camp Instagram page and the Maker Camp website, um, com, and then you can find all that information about that. And you can check out his classes and uh, do that there. It's pretty sweet. Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about what maybe going up to the hammer in. Is that what we were thinking about? I think so. I or think something. If we can sort it out. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. And, you know, those are that's fun because it's like a small group. You know, it's like maybe 30 guys or something. You know, maybe, maybe 20. A, you know? a room discount yeah. for two bros. Yeah. <laughs> get that uh, get that trailer game working again. we got to figure that out. The bro drop. I know. Yeah, the bro drop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. All, All right, right, cool. All right, everybody. Well, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you don't forget to head over to uh, Instagram, where we are not banned currently. And uh, <laughs> you can follow myself, The Art of Craftsmanship, at uh, hashtag The Art of Craftsmanship. You can also follow along with Devin. Check out all the AI stuff he's been posting, which is pretty <laughs> sweet, um, at The Art of Camera Guy. And uh, you can head over to uh, YouTube. Check out our videos there. We have the the newest video of the, um, the e-bike uh, review, which was kind of fun. Yeah. And then also the, um, the culinary set. I actually had one of my students, one of a, a student at BDS who is, she's not one of my current students, but I taught her in the past. She told me that recently she's been having trouble falling asleep. So she'll put in my videos <laughs> and just watch the videos. She's like, cause it, she thinks it's like the, especially the blacksmithing ones, like the hammering and the different sounds of tools. It's just very like, she's like, I like it. It's like bing, bing, bing. But she said she really liked the twisted fork when I did the culinary set. She was like, that was so cool. I was like, I know, right? It's kind of fun. You know, this like black girl in the city who's like all about it. You know, I was like, it was great. Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I was gonna say also, I think we need to figure out a way so we, we could take a uh, art of craftsmanship trip, art mm-hmm. of craftsmanship trip mm-hmm. to uh, to Deadwood, South Dakota. Oh baby, oh because they have they have all like the buildings. Yeah. They have the actual Bullock Hotel, like yeah. uh, number ten saloon, where even though. There was all burned down and replaced by like brick right. buildings in the late 1800s because mo- all those wooden buildings apparently burned down. Yeah. Um, but people still, it's still got this little like main street strip 
with like nice. the mountains around it and stuff. Like, oh man, how much fun would that be to just go there and figure out something, make make something yeah. for one of those like hotels or reach out to like the number ten saloon or something. Like, right. you know, oh, that'd be make, so cool. Uh, just and then just have fun and you know go to the the saloons and have a have a nice fun weekend and shoot a video. That'd be sweet, man. <laughs> yeah. One day, one day when we're living large off of our YouTube uh, <laughs> earnings, <laughs> we can do whatever we want. Let's yeah. fly out to Deadwood. It'd be sweet, man. Yeah, man. Oh, it'd be great. Go visit other people out there and stuff. Oh, yeah. So cool. That would be the fun. I think that's like one of those cool things that you could do as like a content creator is like to go do something somewhere, but then involve other content creators around that area. Right. Like, hey, we're going to be in this town. Like we're going to be here. What do we do together when we're here? You know, like, we're going to be in Deadwood, fun. South Dakota. <laughs> Deadwood. Man. Cool. All right, guys. So, uh, yeah, make sure you uh, check out all that stuff. And then if you want to support us further, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash the art of craftsmanship. And you can support us there. And uh, everyone who does over there, we really, really appreciate it. We appreciate everything that everyone does. Anyone who listens or shares or supports us on uh, Patreon or just by watching the stuff we put out or liking and conversing. It's all that community. And that's, that's, uh, I think, the reason why we do it because this is fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.